0: Oh, hello. You feel that? <laughs> There's a connection between it? us, uh, oh. the podcast people oh, and the man. podcast listener people. Oh, man. It was it's pretty something deep, special, you know? know? Welcome to Only Stupid Answers. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, wow. What a great crowd. What a great turnout. Thank you so much for coming today. Much appreciated. I like
1: this character. This character should come back more.
0: (laughs) I won't remember. (laughs) 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 Welcome. You guys, you know the drill. This is Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you can put your moist... Little ears in two. This week we're very excited because we, if you guys don't know, we like to talk about movies, TV shows, video games, comics, literally everything else is a catch-all term. We Mm -hmm. talk about basically anything we want to and anything you guys want us to. And there's been some interesting news this week. Or actually it was last week. We're kind of behind the ball a little bit, behind the curve. Hey, Um, man.
1: We needed a topic. We, we needed a topic. <laughs> we
0: needed a topic. And you had a good idea. and I'm excited about it. So yeah. we, We've heard. We,
1: we're going to talk about mile 22. There and we, it, just, it just didn't line up. You know what I mean? Line the up. schedules didn't line Shockingly, up.
0: Shockingly, the Rotten Tomato score for that movie didn't come out till mere seconds before yeah. the movie was released. Why do you think that is? Uh, but no, we found out that Ben Schwartz yes uh, is going to be voicing Sonic, Sanic, yeah, San- Sanic, 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 yeah. Sanic, the What's an equivalent? The bad? No. Uh, porcupine. Fuck.
1: Uh, bungled this right Wait, wait, wait,
0: rewind. Uh-huh. Sanic <laughs> the had bar
1: Great. Gr- <laughs> bar bar
0: So we wanted to start talking about video game movies in general. And yes. We actually have some very fun pitches from you guys and us. Before we get into that, just so you know, if you want to find out anything you want to ever know about this whole dang podcast, you can go to onlystupidanswers.com.
1: Oh my goodness. It's our home on the internet.
0: Yes, we have merch there. We have a announcements. We have schedules so you can know when we are doing stuff. We've got events coming up because we're trying to figure out a certain... Movie festival? What in Austin? When? We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. We're figuring it out. We're talking. We're talking to. Everybody. We got people talking to their people.
1: We're, we're, we're making it work. We're doing two podcasts now. We're doing a lot of stuff. So if you're like, "Hey man, when are they doing? And what are they doing it? And where can I hear it, watch it, do it?" Boom. Go to onlystupidanswers.com. You mm. click on that schedule tab. It's got everything you need. And if you didn't know, we got a Twitter. We got an Instagram. We got a Reddit. We got a Facebook. We got everything. There. There's
0: everything you could ever want. But if you want to interact with the show in really cool ways, like with our Discord community yes. or ask us questions, check out patreon.com slash only stupid answers that Love way you it. can send us your questions on patreon or meet the amazing community that's been building out on discord you guys are awesome there's we've been talking new comics new movies new video games new everything it's amazing it's so cool so so this week we decided oh my oh my goodness sorry sorry, sorry 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 there's a twitch show on thursdays 4
1: p.m. and the stupid answer show live. it's a blast continue yeah so uh we've been doing more new stuff because of the twitch show and yes. so we're talking about video game movies yes. uh, we're also going to be diving into uh voltron season seven because we're big fans of that but that's going to be at the end and of it, the
0: episode. Later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of most episodes, there's something. There's a tried and true tradition that we like to celebrate here. The old, only stupid answer is Homestead. It sounds like I'm crying, but actually there's like things <laughs> <my> throat. I was <laughs> trying, I'm trying to talk through it, but it sounded like I was about to break down and stuck A airball. Sorry, I like to clean my clothes that way sometimes. Wow.
1: Wow. I'm crying. Yeah, it's, it's so red right now.
0: Ugh. <laughs> That's what I get uh, yeah. for wearing my pizza shirt when I went to the pizza shop. They thought it was a real dumb yeah, joke. so They, they, they were like, they We're going to get this good. We're going
1: to get this good. We
0: like to read iTunes reviews because if you guys didn't know, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play yes. Music, literally 17 other places. Even Patreon, you can listen to it there if you wanted to. Yes. Uh, and we want to read a little iTunes review because if you guys don't know, the way podcasts become stay alive is by getting <laughs> reviews on platforms yeah. so that they move up in the charts. That, and they get it. And also, if you've written a review before, guess what? You're A+. You're the best. But you could uh, do
1: it again. Do it again. <laughs> you could do it again
0: if you wanted to. Just yeah. saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got this one from Flander Maltrizian. hope I pronounced that right. Sorry if I didn't. Uh, it says, this podcast is an inspiration. Uh, As someone who had very large, dry ears, I used to find it extremely difficult to get my ears into pop culture podcasts. When I first hear DJ and Sam's funny and insightful movie reviews and commentaries, however, I knew I had to put the work in to listen to this great podcast as it was meant to be heard. After dozens of ear reduction surgeries and thousands of dollars spent on moisturizing creams, I finally fit my ears into years deep into this podcast some people ask me if it was worth it but every time i hear sam's every time i hear sam make those wet mouth sounds i know it was Thanks guys. Can we print that out. Yeah. Can I put that Whatever on a flag? We'll frame? It. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: want I want something big. I want a wall tapestry with that or yeah. on, a can- on a canvas because our merch site by the way, mm-hmm. you can make canvases and speaking of the merch site, guys, it's back to school time. Uh-huh. And in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, there should be a little link down there. You'll notice it says, you know, because we couldn't get the right URL. And at the end of it, you'll see school, but it's s k o o l because we got a back to school sale going on what that's right kids so if you click that link it'll uh unlock a promo code on the website and you yes. can go get as much only stupid answers merch as you want to put on your body to carry on with you when you're off to college or high school or uh the wherever else you go to school yeah, i don't you know, know if there's any more options between. work school that's the doctor
1: school you're a trade school yeah
0: you learn to be space school.
1: Space school. You're training for a space force. You know. Let us know. There's, uh-huh. we, there's,
0: those are going to be more of those kids soon. <laughs> so we'll, uh, if you guys wanted to wear and support only stupid answers on Earth or in the cosmos with space force you can go check out that back to school promo code by clicking that link in the description down below. But yes, enough talk let's get going so this week sonic the hedgehog and i wanted to actually know what you thought about this news because you've expressed on this podcast that you are a big sonic fan
1: yeah i grew up uh so when you know, when i was coming up you had to choose between systems right you had to mm-hmm. choose it was either Sega genesis or i think it was super you go Nintendo to the, the time
0: you go to the town square and there's a man wearing holding two in each
1: hand yeah and, and you have to make the it. right choice yeah and uh it's of like course, the I was, series. <laughs> yeah i was i was at the age where that choice was not made for me mm. um and my mm. my parents and it makes it sound like I regret the choice, I don't. <laughs> they chose uh, Sega Genesis, which I had many fond years without Sega Genesis, and of course Sonic was the boy on that system. And so I grew up with Sonic, uh, and there was an animated series around that same time. There's actually two that I think ran concurrently, mm-hmm. and one was real good, and the other one was not was not good um but but uh the real good one was like real good like it it it, uh had it was obviously a kid's cartoon but it had darker elements that you could enjoy that made it it had a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. which i really appreciate and then that version of the show, uh, that version of the series got adapted into an Archie comic book with oh, the nice. same characters. Because it wasn't just Sonic. He had a robotnik, had it was almost like a post apocalyptic world. Robotnik had oh, taken cool. over <laughs> and he roboticized uh, a bunch of Sonic's friends and family and whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so it was a group of him and these freedom fighters. So there was uh-huh. Sally Acorn, who's the princess, she was a squirrel. Classic. There was Rotor, who was a walrus. You had Tails, of course. So it was all a group of, of these characters. Um, fighting Dr. Robotnik, and those characters got adapted into an Archie comic book series that I continued to read uh, for a while mm. that was really, I, I really enjoyed I don't know if the comic holds up. I watched a little bit of the show, and I was, I was like, no, this is still pretty solid for a kid's cartoon. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I was a big fan of that. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential with the character. I think as far as like movies and stuff go, I think there's more potential with Sonic than with Mario. Mm. Um, even though clearly Mario's games are more consistent, have been more consistent over time by, by, a, by a good stretch. A large margin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think as far as like adaptation goes, I think there's more material to work with with Sonic. Mm-hmm. Especially a ton more supporting characters. Like oh, a yeah. crazy amount of supporting characters.
0: Um, my memory of Sonic growing up was my older brother getting a Sega Dreamcast Okay. I remember that. That is one of my favorite looking uh, controllers that they ever had because I like the little LED screen where like characters would pop up. What was the?
1: What was the? That was the play with the. Is it K.O. or Chow? I thought it was K.O. And then I think it's not that. The little little, little little dew drops? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is. I I thought they were, because it was Chaos Emeralds, I thought they were like K.O.'s. Yeah,
1: same. I don't think that is the way to pronounce it, Mm -hmm. but let's go with that, because it's our show. So Uh, we get to call them what we want.
0: That's how it works. Uh, And like how in that movie they're going to pick a term, like in Venom, when they said symbiotes. And everyone was like, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, What's even happening right now? That's not even how you say the other word, that word's based on, but... Uh That was the first intro, and also I never like that was one of the games where I was playing it, but I wasn't. I was too young to know that there was like story to like yeah. that you could do. So I just kept replaying the opening where you're running down the streets of San Francisco With trying to get away truck? from the truck.
1: That's Sonic Adventure two. That's Sonic is, Adventure two, which is dope. Yeah, and those are the games that ha- they have more story than any of the Sonic games I played growing up. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah, they. Damn, I really thought I was I had the song locked and loaded. Let's play. For... <laughs> there go just yeah. oh just a few seconds don't want to get yeah. dinged by sega for a few seconds of that but that's that was that song was like ingrained in my brain for a really long time yeah now based on your the loving post-apocalyptic world where all of <laughs> his friends and family get converted into cyborgs no no no, no ro- robots excuse sorry yeah, the is there any is like, more flesh left or they're full trapped
1: inside the robots. They're like in a nightmare realm where they're inside this robot body, powering it. You know like the Matrix where you're basically a battery for the robots? Mm-hmm. That, but like each animal's... What, came out, the game. what came out first? Remember, remember when you... Sonic. Remember when you, uh, in the game, if you ever saw the old 2D game where yeah. you hit a robot and then a little critter comes out? Yeah. Same principle.
0: Yeah, except for in the that game you don't really you can't really connect what's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just a robot going after your friends and getting your friends back. Then somebody was like some emo dude before Hot Topic was like, Wait, hold on, what if we like <laughs> what if we made it's you, it? No it's worse?
1: you, but we fused metal over your skin. <laughs> you can't breathe really. Yeah, yeah. Food doesn't really no, function no, 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 anymore. No, 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 no. You can't
0: love anymore. No. You
1: have no feeling. You actually you're turned against your loved ones. You're trying to capture them and turn them into robots too. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Boy howdy. Now what kind of story? <laughs> would you want to see from Sonic because we, you mentioned Mario and I actually have a really fun pitch for Mario and other characters
1: I'd like to hear that because I I, I know they're working on Nintendo games and or Nintendo movies excuse me and a few Nintendo I, games I'm interested to see a few. Yeah. they've got a few in the pipeline yeah. I'm really interested to see like what you because you can do stuff with them I'm just interested also those those fans are way more hardcore I think they're like no Link can never speak a word ever I want the movie but he can't ever say a word in it and it's like well he talked in his cartoon yeah, I know, but they clearly have forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people yeah. don't know that that concept um, exists. At least Sonic has a voice. I, I will say this: I think the movie were this this the whole this whole conversation is predicated on the idea that Ben Schwartz was cast as Sonic, mm-hmm. which yay that casting. Although you know nostalgia, Jaleel White was great. So you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if Ben Schwartz is uh, J- is Jaleel White quality mm-hmm. up in here.
0: And it's gonna be. A, I can only imagine his characters from Jake and Amir, and I'm <laughs> like, that's not fair. Yeah, but yeah. I just or like those. Uh, what's it's not character? a bad thing Either. What's well, his character,
1: John Ralphio? John Ralphio. As Sonic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I could deal with that's, two hours of that.
0: That that's singing he does? Yeah. Well, that's why you have supporting characters <laughs> that can, he, he can bounce off.
1: Well, of. here's the thing with the supporting characters. As far as we know, it's an Alvin the Chipmunk situation where James Marsden's going to be running down, around as a person dealing with CG Sonic. And that I'm not a fan of, Wait, if I, I could be I, honest with you.
0: You've definitely mentioned James Marden's name before, and yeah, it never yeah. connected what he was in my brain. Uh-huh.
1: Because I knew he's Jim Carrey is cast as a, a
0: human robotnik. Yeah,
1: kind of like I think Gargamel is in the Smurfs movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where, he's, where he's a human being in like heavy makeup
0: and stuff. In the first one, I did watch with my nephews, the one where they figure out where
1: girls come from. And that one's all, is, animated. It, all
0: animated. That's all animated. The first one was with Neil Patrick Harris, and it's the yes. same. That's, that's the premise you're talking about. Yeah
1: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the one you watch with your nephews? No, no. The, you watch the, the one where they're trying, where they're trying to figure and out. And what the whole part. thing is CG. Yeah, the whole thing good. is CG. Good. Why yeah. would you? In the world where movies like, uh, um, uh, what's a good example? Not not Pixar, although I love those movies. But even even uh, Despicable Me. Yeah, those movies do really well. I think the
0: premise they were. Why going are you doing forward, the hybrid? My pitch, if they were to do it, was that like if I were to try to figure out how they came to that, yes. was that Enchanted came out and they were like, that's a great idea. Idea that like cartoon characters became like like real people yeah. but then you can't make smurf looks look really real because yeah. they're
1: smurfs and after we've had the chipmunk did there was chipmunk movies i guess they chipmunks and smurfs did well enough to get sequels so
0: yeah so the chipmunks had at least 5 movies
1: oh at my least. god that hurts to think about.
0: Chipmunks, Chipmunks two. Oh, David me,
1: Rodriguez don't. in the chat says Garfield was bad. Also, good, oh, f- good pull on that Garfield, one. Garfield, Garfield two, Taylor two. If pitties. you ever heard Bill Murray talk about Garfield, like, what did that happen? He's like, oh, I don't want a paycheck. Yeah, you know I mean? no. The
0: best joke is from Zombie Land. Zombieland. Give any regrets?
1: I don't know Garfield, maybe <laughs>
0: Garfield, maybe. and that's as he's dying. That is, I think that's Bill Murray's oh, best role in the goodness. past like ten years. Uh, uh, hold on, excuse me. Uh, hey, hey, excuse me, everybody. I'm looking up how many hours in the Chipmunks. Uh, hold on, there. I do have
1: to say he's been in Wes Anderson movies in the past ten years. So he was in he was in Isle of Dogs. Which, which one's is... more
0: iconic, though? Isle of Dogs. What was his role in it? Which dog was he? He was the sport dog. Oh, you just watched that movie. I don't know. I did, if yeah. I right that bad. <laughs> All right, here we go. Alvin the Chipmunks 2007. 2009 rolls around, you get Alvin the Chunk. The uh, Chunk.
1: The <laughs> Chunk, <Well>, Chunk Monks.
0: <laughs> the Squeak Hole. That's yeah. where we get able to coin the term. Uh-huh. Uh, Alvin the Chipmunks 3, the great one, Chipwrecked. Uh, then after that, I believe we get uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, Road, the Road Chip. <laughs> I hate it. I well, hate it. I don't know if you guys remember this, but in 2000 there were some like animated Universal movies, whereas Alvin and the Chipmunks Meet the Wolfman, and it was like all these like yeah, yeah, yeah VHS whatever. I definitely had those as a kid, and it was a weird thing for me. But to that
1: watch. was prior to the CG. Those are just 2D animated. Yeah, and it's great. Here's what I want. They made um, uh, I know in Japan they made a couple like anime influenced Sonic movies. Personally, really? I would love a full 2D animated anime Sonic movie. I think that'd be really fun, especially if you had like, uh, Studio Ghibli's shooting a little high, but like, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're a Korean studio, but Studio Mirror, if they did like a Sonic series mm-hmm. in, in the vein of the animated series I like growing up, so on board, but thinking about the movies that make money today, do a full CG Despicable Me movie set in set in Sonic's world in Mobius. Don't have any human characters other than Robotnik, because um, uh, that was the weird. I love the Sonic Adventure games, but it's weird because there's just people walking around, and you're mm. like, what? He he's sure the
0: president. Yeah,
1: what's Where did these people come from? What? The the best part of those Sonic comics I enjoyed as a kid, they were set in this world, right? Where they again, Robotnik was the only only human but they had tie-ins every game every time there was a game release they tied into it so they had to explain where the people came from Mm -hmm. that had not previously been there where were they uh they were there was a big war between the animals and the humans. (laughs) (laughs) being just tuned out hardcore hardcore. (laughs) Uh, but between (laughs) between two crossover events can i tell you can i tell you my favorite Thing that happened in this Sonic comic, I think it was issue 39. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knuckles had a spin off comic too, which was great because Knuckles is my favorite character. We have a little Knuckles on our set, he's hiding right now, but he's out there. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Hiding. Yeah. Uh, there, um, Sonic got roboticized, mm. he got turned into a robot bad guy, and they had to stop him. And so, then Knuckles had to roboticize himself. So, it was <gasps> Mecha-, Mecha Sonic versus Mecha Knuckles. It was so Cool as As a kid, I I was so into it.
0: If I roboticized myself, I wouldn't know if I could go backwards with that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, comics, Comics. uh, yeah, they figured Uh, it out.
0: David Rodriguez writes, Scooby Doo was good because it was because I was a cod watching (laughs) it now. Cringe Fest, oh, he meant kid, yeah, he did me. Uh, yeah,
1: except till Scrappy Doo showed up. Sammy M, you're spoiling the movie. Sam literally just told me about that. I I didn't know, I'd seen two,
0: yeah, you just saw two, you didn't have to. (laughs) <laughs> make your way through the first one. Two is like a Burger Kings ad. I watched it recently <laughs> when I was sick. I was like, I've never seen this because the first one burned me. Yeah. So I was watching it. And I'm like, there's a lot of Burger
1: King product placement. Oh, man. I don't one. even remember that, but I'm sure you're right. Yeah, remember, it's, What was it? Krispy Kreme and Power Rangers? <laughs> like a whole plot point hinges on Krispy Kreme. I like the
0: joke. I like it <laughs> Because they played into it and they obviously paid an insane amount of money. I like the joke. Also,
1: I like Krispy Kreme. So, you know, no, no hate there. I don't even um, think Krispy
0: Kreme on the East Coast.
1: I know it's not well, they just opened one in Florida I think that was a big deal where mm, I was what about was Maine <laughs> what about, about Maine, Maine? Uh, so yeah I think fully CG animated um, honestly if I were to choose a plot line um, the in Sonic 2 they introduced the Death Egg which was basically Robotnik's Death Star where he could roboticize the whole planet <gasps> and uh, that's yeah and Sonic stopping that it crashed on the floating island which introduced Knuckles I think I jumped right to that I think I jumped right to the Death Egg introduced Knuckles in the first movie and that conflict um and i'd pull from i'd I'd still have the same freedom fighter setup but instead of introducing original characters i'd pull from the long history of supporting sonic characters like go deep there was a sonic fighting game Mm -hmm. where they had bark the polar bear Mm. and they had bean the dynamite which was a green duck but for some reason he's called bean the dynamite (laughs) Uh, and uh tails and and amy rose uh, there's so many cool supporting characters. I think you could do something really cool with that. Um, and that would be really fun and action packed and get, and get kids hooked. Um, and I don't, I, I think they're, they're shooting like the cartoon I watched as a kid was probably shooting for like 10 year olds. I feel like this movie's shooting for like six.
0: Yeah, I don't the, I don't know if you would need to age this movie up at any, in it for any reason. It's a kid. it's a kid's IP just Yeah, I know, story. but there's
1: I think there's benefit in the Pixar system where it's like literally you could be one or one hundred oh, no, and you yeah. still get something out of the movie. No, no, no. no. I, mean? I
0: mean I'm not gonna be upset that they did a Pixar movie, but I'm also not gonna go with in with any expectations because it is a Sanic movie. So okay. I don't like it's not I can't I can't uh, have my expectations too high for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Also, cause, because it doesn't mean as much to me, I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, we're going to see it. So, for and you. And I'll take my nephews.
1: So, first Sega system you, you had interaction with was Dreamcast. Yes. So, when you were coming up, I'm assuming you had a system as well. You were a Nintendo's boy. Yeah, my very first one. I got to have.
0: I guess it was a Game Boy
1: Color. But I, the
0: system system, like yeah. the one you'd plug into your TV. Um, Game Boy was my first Nintendo system, too. Why? Pokemon. There you go. Yeah. I, I had the purple translucent. Game Boy Color. Same. It was the dope one. It got stolen uh, when I brought it to oh, a day man. camp. I was really, really bummed about it, But they're like, you shouldn't have brought it. And I was like, but it was the day when we brought them on to the camp. Mm-hmm probably wasn't i'm just making that up uh, uh but no that you was the first stole no and they probably feel real good about themselves what if they break down in like 10 years and they come to me with like with that, eh, and i'm like yeah. what
1: am i supposed to do with this uh, and you start playing and you're like no this is great mm-hmm. and you throw away your switch you're there like no game boy
0: color <laughs> uh but my first like console that was like mine uh was a a wii and that because okay uh that was like my dad and my it was like one of the coolest like presence ever because it was like tough times like financially for my family and my dad like surprised us with it and it was so cool and it was uh he got guitar hero too so we got to like do that for the first time i had never played that before and i was so bad at it and um it was just such it's such a fond memory and i remember when my older brother stayed in line for a gamecube and he came home with that and that was just like I don't know if I could ever feel that magic of getting that seeing that for the first time. Yeah. It felt like I was looking at a spaceship. Really, I was that like, was
1: after you got the Wii for some yeah. reason.
0: He waited in line for all day <laughs> to get it. Um, no, I remember, though, when he got it and I was like younger, yeah. he got Luigi's Mansion and he got... Pikmin with it as a kid Pikmin looked like the most boring game ever I played it as an adult way more fun Uh, yeah yeah yeah. I
1: never played the Pikmins, but it's a Nintendo game I'm sure it's great
0: yeah and Luigi's Mansion scared the bejesus out of me as a kid even though it's not scary you know
1: what I wish I'd played because I had a GameCube Uh, uh, my first Nintendo system was a Game Boy like I said but I think my first home console Nintendo was uh, GameCube by the way Uh, Ryan O'Kevin 2 says he was a GameCube and PS2 you were from a wealthier family than mine because it was Mm. either or in my household Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jack and Daxter yeah yeah. Jack and Daxter and David, David Rodriguez is talking about Pokemon Coliseum and playing the Star Fox Dinosaur game which was made by Rare I remember that I game I never played although Star Fox six, no my first I'm an idiot my first uh, Nintendo home system was N64 mm-hmm. and to this day Star Fox 64 is one of my favorite games of all time
0: I played the Dinosaur one uh, One was not as fun yeah. because I definitely played that as well Their Donkey
1: Kong but- Rare also made a Donkey Kong 64 which was great I remember being great I think there's been talk now that it was but you know you're Kid, it was blew it my matter. Mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's all that matters is the memory of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I also played the. Um, now we're just getting into nostalgia. But yeah. um, I also remember the N64 game that was like the game that I loved mainly because I didn't really know how to play it, but I would just love the idea of it. it. Was Pokemon Snap? I didn't like. Yeah. I couldn't because it was. I was still too young to really figure out how the game worked. Yes. But I liked the idea of you going through a safari and you just look at Pokemon. I was yeah. like, oh my god, they're 3D. They're not in like, <laughs> the console. And I'm pretty sure I was not very. They're not good trapped at,
1: in the GameCube anymore. We let them out. Look
0: at them at the beach. If you saw the mm-hmm. apple. The surfboard Pikachu will go up there and pretend like he's surfing. It's great, yeah. Um, but yeah, those those were like the first couple consoles. Um, and I definitely played other. I tried to play other Sonic games. Uh, the the platformer, like the the side scrolling uh, 2D game. Yeah, I think I got a version of it for. Um, they had like a one you could purchase for like a your iPhone. Yeah. I got that and I worked my way through it and nice. I played that and that was really yeah. fun. I the think Sonic, it was Sonic Two.
1: Sonic games have re, have, have figured out. It's kind of like how Mortal Kombat's kind of gone back to like the the side side view. Not two D because it's three D, but the they're not doing the whole full three dimensional arena. You know, you figure out what works. Sonic's kind of gone back to. I hear Sonic Mania is great. I'm gonna try and get the. They did an update of it. I want to try and get that.
0: Remember when he turns into a werewolf? What if that's I the movie?
1: Did, avoided that game.
0: That's Sonic. Where Sonic? What was
1: it called? Con- the uh, Sonic yeah, Monsters I, Unleashed. There, there was a there was a good chunk of Sonic games that I just kind. of... I think the last Sonic, console Sonic game I played was Sonic Heroes. Where you got to play four different groups of characters. He was a werehog. Yes, of course he was. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so we're getting okay now that we you, you pitched your Sonic thing. Yes, uh, I and we've mentioned earlier that uh, we like Mario would be is is on the is on the docket next to get his own movie from Universal. They're developing something right now. I know, right? Nice. It was great, and I, we actually talked about it before this. I actually this. do like that movie. I do too, but because um like John uh Hoskins he Bob he, Hoskins Bob Hoskins sorry yeah. uh, he he passed away uh, unfortunately and um. Uh, like it wouldn't be I don't think you should revisit the movie but if you did a novelization I feel like that'd be a really yeah. fun way to Yeah cuz it, it, it ends on the a story. cliffhanger
1: what happened I think there is a webcomic that tell that explains what happened next
0: cuz there's no way there isn't one because it's one of those things like Dark Crystals like I don't I've never seen it but it's so n- nothing in comparison to a lot of other Jim Henson stuff Yeah that, but as far as has, like notoriety Yeah and yeah. It, but it has like expanded universe stuff and you're know, like Then this Super Mario movie has to get more. It's
1: like how the Firefly, there's more Firefly comics than there ever was of the show.
0: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) But I actually have a really fun pitch for how you could integrate Nintendo characters into uh, movies. But before we do that, let's go say hi to a friend. We talked about back to school earlier, and we have another back to school deal that you're going to want to perk your ears up to, all right? Get
1: ready For school, right. Yes. Would you?
0: Please, because our friends over at HelloFresh got a deal for you. HelloFresh wants busy moms and dads alike to know dinner just got that much easier this back-to-school season. As your family is getting back into the swing of school schedules, let HelloFresh take the guesswork out of meals week after week. No, guys, it's going to be a hectic few weeks, and that's fair to say, right? It's usually— Even for us, we're not
1: going back to school.
0: (laughs) I've done some stressful things in my life, and uh, missing a flight is only slightly more stressful than getting ready for back-to-school. Trust me on this, all right? And HelloFresh is here to help you guys out. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. And there are three plans you can choose from. They have the classic, they got the veggie, they got the family plan. I've done the veggie and I've done the classic because I am a smaller boy. Sometimes <laughs> I don't cook for a
1: bigger group. But the family plan is mmm. Ah. HelloFresh will help you rediscover the excitement of cooking. You can feel confident with cooking HelloFresh because they have simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards, Trust which me, that it helps. That helps
0: a lot. All right, my dudes. And all ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. That- the most. I don't
1: know how much salt I'm supposed to put on something. I've ruined so much food when I put too little or too much. There are many benefits of subscribing, so you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week. You will spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love, like spending time with your kids or spending time with yourself. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: My favorite part is that you can go look up the recipes on the website and just so you can get an idea of what's coming next. Like, I remember I made, this is a, a while back, but I made this perfect little burger came with a brioche bun Mm. and when you say brioche I immediately Mm. think oh that's too fancy for me but then I got it and it was already like ready to go already made and so I was like oh I'll just finish this burger I can make a dang good burger and I put the burger on there following the recipe and it was a delicious meal I definitely felt confident. My mouth
1: is watering just Mm -hmm. hearing about it. I remember you made this delicious chicken dish one time.
0: Oh, the little panko crumbs on it, little bread crumbs. Oh, my
1: goodness. It was on a fresh bed of spinach. It was delicious. All right. If you want to give HelloFresh a try, we highly recommend it for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash stupid60. That's stupid 60 and then enter the code stupid60. So one more time, if you want to get a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash stupid60 and enter the code Stupid60. It's like receiving six meals for free. So don't miss out. Make eating well a little bit easier for yourself. Yes. Back to school stressful. Make it a little bit easier on yourself and your family with HelloFresh. Now back to the show.
0: Alright, so uh here's my uh pitch. I think I'm you do, very excited for this. Uh, I think Don Daw probably lower your expectations. Did
1: <laughs> uh, you ever play uh Super Mario RPG? Yes, I that did. Seems so cool to me. Because
0: you could team up with like a, a wizard like character who's shown up in other Mario Geno? I think that's it's the, the name. doll that
1: comes to life? it mm, has a robe. And i, I die. Okay, Okay, different character. Yeah, it's yeah. magic based. And gotcha. so
0: um, and he floats around. Uh, but that's when you team up with Bowser for the very first yeah. time. And it's really cool. I, my it's... brother was obsessed with it, and I would watch him play it, and it was so cool. It wasn't as cool as like Mario 64 because the 3D games as a kid seemed like way more futuristic. And yeah. when you go back, as a as a young kid, it's not as cool yeah. as the 3D. Uh,
1: they, um, uh, my wife got the the mini Super Nintendo console that just released, and it's on there. Nice. And I've been meaning to go back and play it because I, I, since I had a Sega, I didn't have... Mario RPG, and I always wanted to play it. It's smart to bring it back. But I also got a PS4 at the same time, so that's been taking up more, more of my time. Oops.
0: Uh, but no, okay, so here's my idea. and yes. This is more of an expanded universe of how you could uh, release characters in a way that could get fans unbelievably excited, because everyone's kind of vaguely familiar with Nintendo characters. Yes. Besides, like, Mario who is default video game character. That's, yes. If he's anyone, like the
1: Mickey Mouse of video game characters. Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: Mario, Pikachu. Besides that, like, someone might know Crash Bandicoot. Somebody might know anybody else. But it's kinda, Master
1: Chief is pretty ubiquitous at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. fair.
0: That's fair. He's he's bigger. But um, my idea is that you have a Mario movie. You do 3D animation. I wouldn't do live action. Don't. You tried, and you went way weird with it. So just go ahead and drop it for right now. Yeah. But do a 3D movie like you're saying with Despicable Me, and, like, you could, uh, because I think it's Universal who's developing it so that would be Innovation who does the Despicable Me and Minion movies so they start uh, Illumination they start making that they develop it you make the movie and you get a post credit scene for uh, like something crash landing in Nick Fury in, well, <laughs> yeah. so I got an idea for this. Do so you have um, uh, something crash landing in the Mushroom Kingdom? Also, make Peach an actual character instead of just getting kidnapped. Like, make yeah. her like uh, figuring out a way from getting like to get out of. Let her Luigi character. get kidnapped. That's in character for him. Actually, in one of the Mar- Paper Mario games for GameCube, uh, she gets captured, but she's in like a space station, yeah. and she figures out she sneaks out every night, and she starts to figure out a way to get out. Ooh. And she works with an AI that's kind of like a HAL, yeah. and like HAL kind of falls in love with her, but never says anything. It's mm-hmm. just you hear him talking off camera and he kind of has to air quote kill himself to let her out gotcha. he, and it's this really sad moment where he has to power down as a kid i it definitely i shouldn't have gotten that emotionally connected yeah. but i thought that was a really good story anyways yes in crash land and you have peach go out to investigate it since she is the ruler of this kingdom yeah mushroom king is usually gone in most stories yeah. uh so she is now queen but you can still call her princess because mm-hmm. who gives a shit um but you there is a hint to something else out there and I don't this is where we can start brainstorming of what the thing is that crash lands and then you go off and you start doing like a Donkey Kong movie or you do a Kirby movie or you pick uh, you do a Zelda movie where it's like do a Zelda movie this is no. why so you have like your big sprawling adventure movie and it's animated yeah. so people are on board and you can dig like the animation it's basically you take the animation they have now or the cinematic scenes and you yeah. amp it up more that way fans can get on board with it same thing though you have a traveler from another land and it's peach and you have people who are like there. Are, uh, there's barriers between worlds that are starting to break down you build up to super smash bros movie
1: i'm into it can i can i give you this might actually work within your movie thing i've always thought of more of a series there was a there was a series on i think before i was around early 80s called captain n Hmm. where this kid he has the power glove and everything gets sucked into the video game universe and he has to team up with i think it was simon belmont uh, I think Samus, Kid Icarus. That's not his name. Pit, Pit's Pitt. the name of the character. A uh, bunch of Nintendo characters, and they bounce around to other Nintendo worlds. Um, so I was thinking, cool, take that character and that concept, have it be Captain N and, and the Super Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. and he he that he's kind of like the catalyst character that brings all these characters together because it's it's just you see the cinematics for Smash Brothers and it's so cool and it makes you want it makes you want it to be a thing. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But my... Like, basically, you start having connecting tissue, and you take some of the structure from Super Smash Bros. Brawl, where you start teaming up characters that would never not normally be together, yeah. and you have them all in their own individual worlds, so they're not, like, interacting all the time. Like, you don't have to do movies where sequels where, like, characters get to team up, where you see, like, Link and Mario in a Link and Mario movie, but at a certain point, there is, in the background, this storyline going on where, like, if in Mario's world, there's, like, maybe a magical element that breaks through and mm-hmm. it's something that Ganon was working on yeah, and then yeah, in, yeah. That was, so that's why Peach comes over and they start investigating the Ganon like while working with other magical characters from other games or whatever, you get the villains teaming up, yeah, yeah. and then you have to start building out your roster of all characters you're going to work with, and do the original roster from the original Super Smash Bros. game, where you have like Ness, you got Link, you got Fox, you got uh, Samus, Mario, you got Samus, you got Pikachu. I would love
1: anything Star Fox. I would love a Star Fox series. I would love a Star Fox movie. The furries would too. It'd be <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I, it'd be interesting uh, because totally. Like I feel like a Samus movie. Did you ever play Samus or, or Metroid Prime?
0: I played part of Metroid Prime, but when it came out, it was still GameCube, and it was a little scary for me. Also, yeah. I didn't know what was happening in the game. I That's think it was That's fair.
1: Metroid, Metroid Prime is amazing. It's a beautiful game. And I feel like if you did a Metroid movie, it should be in that tone. So I wonder if, like, I guess you could, like, if Samus can, interact with, if Samus can have Metroid Prime and still interact with Mario... On Smash Brothers, you could have the movies kind of tonally like Sam. The Metroid movie could be darker, but she still shows up in Smash Brothers.
0: Yeah, exactly. That'd be like a cool way of pitching it too. Uh, David Rodriguez made a joke that that's Wreck-it Ralph. No, it's not. These aren't. Uh, They aren't in a video game. These are their worlds. And by the
1: way, is Mario Wreck-it Ralph? Uh, I don't think think so. I think he's in the sequel though. I think that's what's something they guaranteed. Good for them. Well, I mean, it's Disney, so like shocking. uh oh, Disney had the money to get that character. (laughs) And Sonic
0: was in the first one, so maybe Sonic and Mario will be in a movie together. That would be amazing. Ooh. All the villains unite like an old man Logan and switch it up to defeat the heroes. Only a few heroes make it after the attacks.
1: That is a little dark, dark yeah. That's for uh, Nintendo. I, we after uh, the last Mario Brothers movie, I think we're trying to edge away from the.
0: I like the, What if they start getting their own Pokemon though, and they start like building up their ranks of like armies and, and stuff? And
1: that's the Pokemon movie. We got Mario versus Bowser and his Pokemon. Yeah,
0: no, but you but you start building up and you're like, uh oh, they have a bomb and they throw it. You think they're throwing a grenade, but it's like, what is that? And then the Pikachu makes some stuff and stupid pull. Uh, mumble sounds and you're like and then fucking Charizard comes out of there
1: isn't Charizard 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 yeah
0: Um. so Part uh, Power Rangers Zord and then you're like Power Rangers are now here so it keeps going Sorry, continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We,
1: they, they're, they're working so what, what video game movies are in development right now you have
0: Detective Pikachu you got a Pokemon Solo movie which we found out before we yeah. don't know where that is we know Ryan Reynolds is attached to t- Detective Pikachu and it should be Danny DeVito and everyone knows that but yeah. they're just gonna go ahead and bungle it they can go ahead and ruin that movie any way they like you know <laughs> uh, there's also a Mario movie in development I don't think Sonic is... You got got your Sonic movie, but um, for a second I was like, no Sonic movie. I forgot what we were fucking talking about. Um, But besides that, uh, there's a Halo series, I think, that's coming to... That's going to
1: Showtime, Showtime, Yeah,
0: which they've tried to make that a movie forever. If they can't do it, try the show and see what what happens. Cool, and
1: I think that's a smart... I I feel like everybody's trying to get their Game of Thrones, and I feel like that's the direction Showtime's going, which, good. Don't Mm -hmm. just try and do another sword and sorcery fantasy show yeah do something that's big and sprawling and all that stuff although it, it's challenging um to I, for some reason it's been really challenging for them to adapt video games into other other narrative I feel forms. like a
0: series though hasn't really been tackled like a, like a, a yeah. I could be wrong There, are, like I mean you have your Sonic TV shows which you enjoyed
1: yeah which Mario had a cartoon for a minute I think there was a Legend of Zelda cartoon hey you remember the live action Mario
0: which was a cartoon as well where they lived yeah. in Brooklyn mhm going sit in that for we yeah, we're words, just
1: gonna just uh baste in it yeah cause that's they something say. that they chose to is do is there is there um video games that you think particularly lend themselves to being made into movies
0: yes uh actually this is a movie that did get made this is a suggestion from emile uh Child, I yeah. believe I'm saying that correctly. I know they've already tried, but I honestly, I honestly feel like Assassin's Creed could be an awesome movie series if they well, just I definitely did it didn't
1: watch that movie.
0: Uh, as an anthology series where each movie focuses on different time periods, uh, completely ignoring the present day story part. I mean, there is there that is the big part of it is that you're reliving that part of your life. And I at 100% agree with you. Those series seem like they are pitches for movies. So I
1: also wonder if, so like there's been talk of an uncharted, um, movie for a while. Cause
0: there's a script for it. And I think Tom Holland's attached it, to it to be a way. younger one,
1: but here's the problem. Here's the challenge with that. The uncharted games are great. Uh, they're, they're really fun to play. I'm playing uncharted four right now and it's easily my, uh, my favorite next to two. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think two and four are the best of that series. Um, but if you just made it into a movie, took out the interactive element, it's modern Indiana Jones. Yeah,
0: and that's not a, that's also it's not, not it's bad. A,
1: yeah, it's not. But that's what it's basically like the Indiana Jones game you always wanted. So it takes its inspiration from movies. So if you take out the interactive element, then it become it becomes a less original movie. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's something we kind of ran into to Tomb Raider. You know what I mean? It really didn't like. It's like I've seen better versions of this. It's better as a game. You know?
0: Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, but Brett. That only name uh, mm-hmm. they on the Patreon writes BioShock, BioShock, mm-hmm. or Dark and Dark I believe, is the one where it's the apocalypse. Let me double check what that is because I believe it'll yeah. play part of Dark Siders. Uh,
1: BioShock would be the the uh, Gore Verbinski was making a BioShock movie for a minute, <sighs> and then it, I feel like
0: he could nail the aesthetic of it. I don't a, know about the story. A
1: lot of those aesthetics went to that movie with uh, what's his face, Cure Ian for Wellness. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that movie. Um, <laughs> that movie,
0: I think, is overrated. Um, but a BioShock movie. Be, there's something aesthetically that would be really pre- pleasing that could get people on board with also, it really fast. I think
1: there's an element introduced in the new one that would allow you to, like... Mm-hmm. Tell any story you want. Yeah. You could
0: tell it from the point of view where it's kind of a reverse mystery. But basically, the first game is a mystery where you land somewhere and you have to figure out what happened yeah. and you get glimpses of what it was like before. And in Bioshock 2,
1: which is it's okay it's a different studio yeah it's yeah. not
0: not as good um that you get to learn more about what the life was like before things went poorly yeah uh but i think there's something poorly
1: r- is a way to describe it it, it is you know kind of went poorly yeah
0: <laughs> it poorly you know it could be worse yeah uh no they can't be yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah it's, I, it's hard to,
1: yeah it's hard to think of a worse situation that could have happened there. it's hell on earth
0: um but it's there is a lot there are a lot of elements from that movie that would be aesthetically pleasing to today's audiences and if you get the supernatural element you could have horror elements but also it's the deeper mystery behind what's happening yeah and that's that the part about the main character in the first movie or first game is what makes that game so compelling as well yeah. and that the the way it develops over time like the way your character changes and how you can make decisions to choose to change things as yeah
1: well. i just remember you know I think one of the first times you actually walk into an area and you, and you're like on a big dome and you see the ocean around you. Mm-hmm. It's just really, it, it, but then again, it's, it's tough to like, you, you had that moment. Mm-hmm. How could a movie do it better? Uh, you know what I mean? I think it's similar
0: to the element where are the, you remember in arrival where it's that sweeping shot where it starts on a helicopter and just slowly pans over and you see, The spaceship sitting in the middle of that field Montana. It's this kind of moment where you're you're kind of afraid and you're curious at the same time. You can do that again. And it's more of how dynamic you get. Also, you could take from Bioshock Infinite and do The Floating City, because there's another element of that where that could actually be more pertinent to today's climate, how uh, some movies are choosing to tell stories of like, hey, just so we all are clear, like, uh, not to get political, but like uh, how things are kind of going all over the place politically Yeah, that has happened before and mm-hmm. that's, it happened many many times over and we need to be able to identify it you could use Bioshock Infinite being in 1920s it's like it's very racist it's very not good but it's hyper American it's, it's yeah. American to the scary degree that we all are afraid of yeah. that's what that setting is but yeah. it's in this it's in the guise of the 1912 world uh chicago world's fair gotcha i'm gotcha. getting the date wrong but you get what i'm saying yeah. but um and it, so it's beautiful but there's something haunting underneath and there is this patriotism that is toxic and it's very scary
1: do we have a? Uh, do we have any uh oh we have more suggestions in, in but people in the, in the chat
0: yeah, yeah yeah i'm sorry i was just getting a little wrapped up in like the bioshock story because it in that in bioshock infinite there are moments where you can make decisions to go along with the crowd or not mm-hmm. and I think there's something really magical you could do with that story and it's so sprawling and huge you could do an anthology series where it's different cities and different experiments that are happening like underwater or in like you could even do sorry I'm getting excited now (laughs) you could even do a retro space themed one where you did underwater you did floating city but if you did what 1930s people thought that space travel was like, and you yeah. explored that fully, do an alien type story with it. Like, there's other things that, you could, be, do. that could be really cool. Yeah, I yeah. want
1: a good uh Mortal Kombat series. Uh, I know there's the web series, but I like, I want a cool, I think there's you could a movie do, too, and that, and that mythology, yes. And the movie is fun, the, the first movie is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you could do some really like a lot of fighting games, you want to make a movie out of that, but they're so. The myth, Weirdly, for fighting games, the mythology is always so crazy dense. Mm-hmm. I think they make better shows.
0: Uh, Brett also suggested Darksiders. Are you familiar with those games? No. So the premise is the apocalypse happens. Yes. Uh, and Classic. And angels come down, earth opens up, demons come out, and people Whoops. are, like, they're fighting each other, and, like, humans are kind of caught in the crossfire. Something happens, though, and death comes down, and Great. he's, like... What the fuck's happening? Mm -hmm. When the apocalypse is supposed to happen, the four horsemen are supposed to ride. None of us are here, so what's happening? And he basically gets captured immediately because the apocalypse opened up early and he's blamed for it. And after like 100, 200 years or something, he's able to go back on Earth and try to figure out what happened. So Earth's fucked, like super fucked. But you're trying to figure out what cause this. In Darksiders 2, you get to be war, which is really cool. Cool. Or maybe I haven't flipped, it's war. War is the one who gets blamed because that's why everyone went violent. And then death comes out second to figure out what happened as well as to continue the story. It's really interesting. It could be a very cool sprawling mystery. But very you guys cool. also wrote a lot of other suggestions as well that I wanted to read. And uh, this is from the
1: Discord. This is Which uh, re- I
0: have the Discord, but I have, this is from Patreon. I'll move Great. Over right. in a so, second. so
1: yeah. if you want to if you want to give us uh, suggestions or ask questions, you can do that at patreon.com/slash only stupid answers.
0: Maggie Whitmer, give me Luigi or give me death. Don't worry, he's gonna get his own expanded universe. Yeah, soon enough. He's got his
1: own spinoff movie coming out. I
0: hope so. Alex Mitchell writes Legend of Zelda Twilight Slash hourglass slash or ocarina, of course. Casey Robinson suggests Kingdom Hearts don't know how it would work, but it would be the greatest crossover in history. That's not true. Jimmy Timmy Power Hour on Nickelodeon when Jimmy uh, Neutron and Timmy Turner teamed up and they switched mediums, which is always great. Like, yeah. They become 3D or 2D. So That's the best crossover ever just needed to make sure that was clear.
1: Why doesn't Disney make that movie instead of the live-action Dumbo? Uh, Do Kingdom Hearts instead of Lady and the Tramp.
0: Mm, I don't have an answer there, but I think... I don't know if Kingdom Hearts holds up that
1: much anymore. Uh oh. Uh oh. switching I already, sides. I already He's pre-ordered. sides. I
0: pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. And if I like three years ago. Yeah. We pre-ordered it, and I'm getting the deluxe everything. Yeah. All right. Just to make that clear. The DLC
1: that's going to come out in five years. I
0: played Kingdom Hearts two recently, and boy, was it rough. And then I tried to play the DS, PSP, whatever that was in the expanded ver- uh, version of the game you can download, and that was rough. Uh, there, But I do have um, uh, some s- suggestions yes. on the Discord. Julie Layden, give me a greedy thriller Minecraft movie. Uh wow. But she's joking. But then she went on to say, I'd actually genu- genuinely love to see the Last of Us movie, even though the game is so great, it's uh it's like one, it's like a movie. Yeah. With uh that world they've created, there would be a lot to pull from. I've not played Last of Us and I know that's a boo-boo. That's a I, bad, I've bad on my part. I've played the first
1: one um and for a casual gamer like me, it was challenging. I'm bad at stealth games. Mm.
0: Oh stealth games. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Uh well what do you think about this? J Shark one eleven, gimme a frogger movie. There you go. Boom. And it's gritty. It's yeah, like it's, it's like oh, oh you're, no, like, no, no, it no. opens
1: with a shot of all the flattened frogs across no, the this, highway.
0: No no no. Okay, so it's Frogger, but he's a human. Why what? he's trafficking people over the border? Why? Because there's aliens now mm-hmm. and you need to get on the other board. Like to the get battleship away. movie. It's yeah. like it's battleship but yeah, aliens and now. He's Frogger, but wait a second, he's crawling up walls? What is this? He's what? part amphibian.
1: What ha- what happened with the battleship movie? How is that a thing? They didn't have an idea. That's the truth is (laughs) that they did not have an idea. uh, Not a video game, but one of my favorite game-based movies. Clue. Clue. Oh, it's great! Clues, fantastic.
0: Um, and Jaffe Duck here has a suggestion. Uh, so many came to mind. Uh, sci-fi. Uh, you have Mass Effect and Halo. With well, Halo, we know is getting a franchise. See
1: everything I love about Mass Effect. You would lose if you made it a movie. The idea, or you, would you, you. You, you're, the decisions you make that affect the world and all that stuff. Like
0: maybe that's the fundamental thing that doesn't make video game movies work. Yeah, because I mean, but decisions. it's even
1: more. Even more in that it's like you know the how you interact in situations, like the personalized aspect of it, which is something I love. Mm-hmm. You lose that. I, you know, an interesting testing ground is, is going to be that Witcher Netflix series. I think yeah. Witcher is one of the best premises for a fantasy story ever mm-hmm. uh, and I'm so glad that somebody realized like hey don't make it into a movie you idiots make it into a show because there's a, there's a nice like procedural element mm-hmm. uh, and but
0: Castlevania it, is a good example of a good video game turned series yes
1: it's beautiful it's beautiful it is dark
0: it is dark it, no, is, like, it is violent no let, let's be clear there's like dark where you see like Batman v Superman them being pissy and their hair combed over their eyes but like then there's baby uh, murder baby murder <laughs> and blood, like hot blood raining <laughs> from the sky and yeah. People like drowning in it.
1: That's Castlevania. But you're right. They Castle- did show a
0: dead baby they did in the show, first They straight episode. up show a
1: dead baby. That was like, mm, I don't know if. And then I, it, I was able to get there it. Was, yeah. It was, it was good. Hey, if you want to play Super
0: Smash Bros. Ultimate, and you're like, who are these characters? Don't maybe watch a series. <laughs> what do you think
1: about um, a God of War movie?
0: It, so the cool part is, is a person getting manipulated by higher power and him like going on a rampage to take down those gods. And yes. I think uh, you can get some parallels with like today's. Like what uh, some people are going through, and I think there's a cool story that you could actually pull from. Uh, I wouldn't maybe dye him white because I don't know what uh, Kratos' actual race is in the original game, Mm -hmm. but he gets. Died white because of ashes like yeah. they get stuck to his skin because as a punishment as like yeah, a curse so he's, he's like ghost white yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's confusing um, but if you you could actually like you could go to like uh, Africa and you could use some uh, different mythologies from different tribes if you wanted to cool. you could do South American which would be very cool as well yeah. or you can go and true, and you can do Greek mythology because everyone's kind of on board with Greek mythology to some extent or you have uh, Norse mythology with Thor and Odin and popping up in the MCU people are now familiar with yes. some Norse mythology like Loki, but if you went further and you kind of showed that actually the gods are Norse gods are and Greek gods are pieces of shit overall. Yes. They do not support people and nope. they do not look at people as people. They are ants. Every everything below a god is the same thing.
1: Yeah, I also think you could make a uh, in in the category of not adapting a particular game but uh, doing a movie set in that universe follow.
0: Oh wait, wait, one second. Sorry, I just thought of something. Yes. Fallout's a good idea, but I did remember in the most recent God of War game they talk about a a Norse demigod who can't who would travel the world and, and t- talk about Norse mythology to like he clearly went to China and Egypt and he went uh, to the new world and everything yeah. like that and there's this great moment where he has a treasure room and you start looking through that he has uh, like trinkets from Egyptian gods and Chinese gods and other like other mythology cool and so if you went that route. Uh, for a movie or a series i think that'd be really cool sorry fallout would also yeah, be very yeah something
1: cool. set in the fallout world you don't need to it, adapt a particular game but mm-hmm. like if you did a movie set in that cuz the premise sorry if i cuz i don't know
0: fallout fallout it's that it ha- happened a long time ago and the aesthetic choices of that of that era kind of is what like the technology yeah, is like so now. it's
1: it, imagine the the future uh, picture the future as imagined by people in the 50s yeah and we get to that, that version of the future, and then everything gets nuked. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, so it's gotcha. still set in an alternate future where I think we discovered, like, nuclear fusion early. Mm-hmm. And so everything's got a like, a like a retro future aesthetic. And then, so it's like the Jetsons world if everything got nuked. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, and so that, that could be really cool. But again, you'd have to work it to make it its own unique story, not just be another post-apocalyptic movie. Mm-hmm. I also think something set in the Grand Theft Auto world I think you could make a really cool heightened um, oh Grand Theft Auto you said that and I thought Need for Speed
0: I'm like oh Aaron Paul yeah we we already went there no Grand
1: Theft Auto I think you could do a really interesting heightened uh, world and I'd want Nico Bellic to show up just because Grand Theft Auto 4 is one of my favorite games of all time.
0: I'm not familiar with the Killer Instinct games. I, uh,
1: It's a fighting game. Echo That's-
0: Spider recommends it and Three-Eyed Raven, who is David Rodriguez, uh, watching live, chatting in both chats, uh, uh, supports that as well. But what do you guys think? What kind of yeah, video games would you want to see adapted and how would you want to see it adapted? I think an animated multi-part series is not a bad idea. It's been working so far. Yeah. remember Henry Cavill. There was a rumor that he wanted to play The lead in the Witcher series, which would be interesting, which would be a choice. I have no idea if he'd be good or bad, but it, he And it was one of like those him. things like,
1: hey, you would play The Witcher games. Would you like that part? And the actor's like, would I like to get paid? Yeah. Yeah. You, you misunderstand. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was like when they asked Tom Hardy, like, are you bummed that you don't get to be Rick Flag? He's like, mm, sure. Yeah. The answer uh, is yeah. that he wished he, he got said, that sweet money. Yeah, he's like,
1: he basically said, yeah, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't get that paycheck. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, hey, we understand that. Yes, we do. But, guys, do. let us know what other uh, games – there's a million games out there, but what do you think could be adapted the best? And let, us, let me know how much you like that Super Smash Bros. theory. I asked a very specific question. I didn't need criticism. I want to know how much you, you enjoy. enjoyed it. Yes. You now, I'm
1: really excited to, before we end the episode, we're going to talk about the most recent season of Voltron. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Before we
0: do that. Yes, yes,
1: Guys, if you're enjoying this
0: podcast, we have one cool recommendation for you. We actually launched a brand new show called Hard to Say Goodbye. It's a new podcast where we're reviewing and rewatching all of Game of Thrones. We started with season one, and it's not just these two old folks over here that you got, <laughs> you're done listening to. We have a brand new guest, and it's actually a guest you're familiar with, she's been on the show before she helped us with our original Game of Thrones review Miss Trisha Hershberger. Yeah, if you're
1: like me you're already bummed that Game of Thrones is reaching its final season and you want something you want a little bit of catharsis you want to remember why you love the show so much before it ends that is what this podcast is for mm-hmm. guys one of the hardest things
0: we're ever going to go through in life is nothing that you're going to imagine immediately not even the top 10 things you're going to imagine no uh, up front it's, it's, it's the it's, one that sneaks up on you it is and it really bites you when it does it's when your favorite show ends and yeah. you know you know what you don't need to go at it alone you can go at it with some friends so go check out patreon.com hard to say goodbye we have a goal that if we reach it we get to do this show all the way through game of thrones and up to the final season airing and now hopefully we can reach that goal very soon because we're excited about it we want to get this content to you you can yeah. watch every other week you could watch episodes live with us or every Absolutely. other week you'd be watching us record our episodes or you'd be joining our google hangouts or you can be getting book and series comparisons which is our favorite thing to record yeah, it's so super far. exciting
1: uh, it's a whole brand new show. Uh, and we're super excited to do it, but it has its own set of needs. So if we can't reach that goal, if you go to Patreon, it'll show you how close we are to reaching our goal. If we can't reach it, unfortunately, we will not be able to do mm-hmm. uh, the show. We just it's it's it will be too much. Yes. So uh, so go if you if you're interested at all. Mm -hmm. gets you the episodes early. That's where we get our questions from for each episode. It's the easiest way to join us to participate in it. So it's super easy to help this new podcast start from the ground up.
0: We're very excited. So check out patreon.com slash hard to say goodbye and let us know what you think. And also, if you're already a patron for only stupid answers, check out that $50 bridge tier. That gets you everything from both patrons. Best read I've ever done. Back to the show.
1: All right. So we uh, we are very blessed individuals to live mm. in a time of Voltron Legendary Defender. And we've gotten like six seasons this year alone. Um, and that's not true. We're, we're, this is season seven that just came out. Mm-hmm. And uh and we want to talk about cuz we're both fans. Yes, and I've heard in one article they said it was the penultimate season. And yes, I, I heard the same thing as well. I got upset. I'm hoping, you know, some animated series when they do really well, they get a specific order of episodes and then if it does really well, they'll do a spin-off like a sequel series. Yeah. And I'd like to see that because as much as I love the series, you can kind of feel them like they're tied they're doing an adaptation of what happened before. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they like cut to 100 years in the future and are able to do their 100% own thing with this world and setting and all that stuff. It'd be amazing. Yeah. So I'm hoping something like that. I got my fingers crossed that something like that happens. Although this season, again, has been another like tremendous, awesome, good job team for making such a solid show. And it was
0: so cool that it was extended as well. So we are going to do spoiler free, but some spoilers might trickle in at the very
1: end. Yes. So stay tuned for stay that. Stay tuned. Uh, but, or, or don't if you haven't watched it yet.
0: But it's an amazing season. It was 13 episodes, but you, uh, in this season, we get to actually figure out what was happening on Earth this entire time. Yes. And, and
1: It's shocking things weren't going well because you imagine they get there it's like oh it's great all right. well, what are you guys talking about Yeah, yeah and then like, there's like five episodes of them just hanging out on yeah. earth <laughs> I
0: wouldn't mind seeing all of our characters happy for a long period of time but uh, no you get uh, you get a sprinkling of some episodes where they're more bottle episodes or they're yes. like spinoffs where you get to just have fun uh, which oh, is good They
1: every season they have at least one like kind of goofing around episode yeah. and this one's a real they're always winners this one's a real special one for you you yeah.
0: really like the concept of yeah. this episode I really liked it too but I also like Uh, being introduced to this whole new range of characters on Earth uh, as uh, what we were teased in previous seasons is that uh, after Pidge's dad was found uh, he headed back to Earth and we didn't know what he was going to be doing once he got there but he he got to work immediately. He was like, we need to be prepared. And even though people were hesitant, which obviously you would be kind yeah. of but they were not hesitant like they weren't annoying like in other like movies and tv one shows one character kind of was. one but uh, really
1: well, dragged her heels on that one
0: leave <laughs> yeah. it um but i appreciated how quickly everyone got on board and how quickly like it was cool to see how efficient everyone was at getting like ahead on like getting ahead of the the threat yes. um, also the aesthetic of it it became it felt more like an anime now and not so much like a studio mirror a yeah. studio mirror
1: right I believe so yeah, yeah Yeah. like
0: it didn't feel like Avatar or Korra world where like when they go to a different alien planet that's what it feels like yeah. but back on Earth I was like oh this is anime mm-hmm. like this feels like it's full anime
1: up. it was cool it was a cool integration um, so the first half of the season basically is them trying trying to get to Earth because we find out that there is um, a uh, time jump. I don't feel like that's too much of a spoiler. Um, And so it's them trying they don't have the castle of lions anymore they don't have any way to fast travel so it's them trying to get to earth and it's really an excuse to and, and I really appreciated this because the past few seasons since they're kind of shorter seasons feel like they're just burning through everything this was like <laughs> we're going to slow down we're going to give these characters a chance to really bounce off each other again now that they're in very different places um, and then they get to earth and we get a little bit more information of what's been going on on earth since they've been gone and then it's the trying to save earth which is some of the most epic stuff they've ever done on the show yep
0: it got they they do a good job with their action like that's that's an understatement yes they do such an amazing job of you feeling the stakes and also making it feel like even though you could be like oh no there's another threat that they're not really going to be able to figure out how to you know kill it this time yeah. but they they really do a good job of you feeling like um, that every threat is gonna be is on par with them which yeah. is, makes it more interesting it's not like not everything's gonna be that simple and it never is for them nope. it's uh, it, they are going up against enemies that are extremely intelligent and they're military savvy and also they have to be because they even established it when they went back to Earth in this season they're like yeah they've been ruling the galactic the universe for like 10,000 years yeah. before our civilization and civilization existed. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. They're on top
1: of stuff. Even if you have the best weapon because Voltron's supposed to be the best of the best. Even if they have the best weapon in the universe, yeah. it's like, wow. Well,
0: yeah, you still are. You They have 10,000 years on you. Yeah. So, And I like that they established that when they were going back to Earth. It was like, oh, that actually explains literally every time Voltron would never be... Good enough, like yeah. and also they probably explained it earlier, but having it reiterated was helpful There was also
1: uh, we finally get like a, a definition of what quintessence is, and it mm-hmm. makes a lot of the stuff that happens on the show make more sense and it 's like maybe you could have I, I for the most part, I appreciate how uh sparingly the show doles out like backstory and stuff like that there's a couple instances uh this season where it's like maybe you should have given that us, us that information a few seasons ago, yeah, it maybe would have benefited us uh, in the long run, but for the most part i I really like. Um, the direction they took this season, and uh, my only real critique is it has one too many climaxes. Mm-hmm. Like they have like a perfect climax to the conflict of the show, and then another thing happens mm-hmm. that's worse somehow, and you're like, "What's happening? What point did this come from? Why oh, is it happening? Oh, yeah, that, yeah." And of definitely. course, the characters have the question too, like. What is happening right now? Yeah. But it was one. Of, it, it it felt like the first episode of the next season. Like, mm. what is this? And I'm super confused of what they're gonna do.
0: What what this even means to, for well, the finale? Do you want to
1: dive into spoilers? Real I quick. think this
0: is a good. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. I, I think this is a good season for Hunk. You mentioned that agreed, as well.
1: Agreed. And he's he's now become. I was suspected, but he's now my second favorite character under Keith. Mm-hmm.
0: And Lance got a lot to do this season, which was really cool. And Alora got to develop a lot, which is it's sad because you see their culture dying and having. Yeah. I mean, to sacrifice the the castle lions and seeing Alora and Quran get to hang out and interact with humans made yes. me extremely happy. Uh, and it was just cool. Like yeah. it was just a great. It was just a great moment. And, and the new
1: Altan girl, whose name is Ro, Ro it's like Ronan. Yeah, it's like Roel. Or she's something. she's a
0: good addition. She is. No. And Cosmo, which I wish his name was Beep uh, because he <laughs> because beep, he beeps everywhere. Yeah. He beep, beep. beeps. Yeah, like Red Runner. He some
1: really creative fun stuff with him. And this show is really, uh, really creative with its action scenes and its setups and all of that. But we're going to dive into spoilers uh, real quick uh, before the end of the episode. So if you haven't watched it, well, here's just a quick rating. It's
0: great. There you go. Yeah.
1: Watch it. Seriously. And it, they're so quick. It's so easy to, to watch through it. I highly recommend the whole show. And there's only one more season left after this. So you can. Binge all of it. We should have done. We could do that for her to say goodbye. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, so the the finale. It has this great, awesome final battle with. Uh, it's not Zarkon. This whatever this guy is. This this last. Uh, yeah. yeah. The last bad Sandak. guy. Sandak. Sandak. Yeah. Who we've been set up since season one. Yeah, I totally. Uh,
0: fra- when his other arm was, there, I was like, oh, it's him. Yeah. Totally thought you died. Yeah.
1: We deal with that. Amazing. Mo- two amazing moments when Shiro is fighting on top of a crashing ship, which I do not understand. A <laughs> He's just got off. his
0: mini Sendak arm, which I do like. Yes. I like it. But um, I love when they set it up. They're like, uh, we only have this much material left, so we're going to use it for you. And it was like, build a ship instead. Go <laughs> <I'm like, "It's laughs> build a ship. Go build a ship. Uh, it's two, okay.
1: Two great moments in the finale. Uh, both of them belong to my favorite character, Keith. Mm-hmm. when that one... Sub guy guys about ready to kill the human, the woman that portrayed them. Mm-hmm. And then Keith just straight plows, through, plows through the ship and yeah. nukes him. Why? Well, he was insane. <laughs> for some reason, that guy just got obliterated. That guy is, this show's equivalent of the babysitter in Jurassic world. Just for some reason, he gets obliterated. <laughs> I mean, he is Galra. Right. Yeah. And He's then bad guys, uh, and then right as Sandex about ready to kill uh, Shiro, Keith jumps out of his lion's mouth and slashes him, which was rad. That was cool. So cool. Cool, great climax, everything's mm-hmm. saved, and then a, it's not a beast, it's not anything, it's just a giant evil robot thing that mm-hmm. apparently is the worst fucking thing we've ever faced. Yeah, it's pretty Comes out crazy. Of nowhere. It
0: looks like one of the Kingdom Hearts, like a nobody. It does, it does, looks, it it does. Looks, that's a good description yeah, of it. it. And it had like a crazy scythe, and we find out that it's not
1: Galra or anything, nope. it's Altean. Yeah, which I think ties back into when they went to the alternate universe where the Altans ruled the galaxy. That it could or yeah. it could tie back to
0: Hagar cuz they kept teasing a lot that like she got to go to the heaven. She yeah. went there, she learned a lot, she got D de- Galrad de- de- or whatever Whatever happened to her. It um, definitely
1: ties to her somehow. But yeah. she could but uh, she could either have gone it's been teamed, three up years, with, yeah. teamed up with alternate universe ones or the uh, ones that uh, Ronan whatever her name is she was with.
0: The other Altans. Yeah. 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 But but it doesn't make sense why they would go and attack Uh, Either way, it's kind of confusing why they attacked right then on Earth. Yeah,
1: right then. Yeah, the timing of it is weird. And again, it just kind of felt like we ended it. And now now it's even worse somehow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is happening? Like, if you
0: let us breathe for a second, I think this would have made a little bit more sense. And then
1: we don't know what Shiro did to atlas to make it it was dope it was super cool but it was like what
0: i did like that they used the crystal like the crystallized castle, the castle. that was cool yeah right it well. was so much quintessence that like the ship's just doing stuff we don't even know it's
1: also weirdly like when koran was doing it for some reason it was like weirdly meaningful like yeah. it, it, it was like oh wow that is actually kind of emotional mm-hmm. you know what i
0: mean it was and it was cool that like okay so atlas is like their big ship it's yeah. their ca- i thought it was their castle of lions because same, same. it looked amazing and it was so cool and then all of a sudden you're like the joints start popping out of it and you're like wait and like, then you have to ask like did Pidge dad did he was like yeah put a couple of these in it. and you're like but why we have such
1: limited resources
0: why would we put a joint that doesn't do anything it's like just in case. <laughs> and you're like you never, what? That doesn't you make- never
1: i don't think we're gonna get the power for this but just in case, just in case. <laughs> Throw it in there. <laughs> uh, we don't have enough food, sir. We don't have enough hours to do this. But, uh, just in case. Danny Boy says, my girls want Keith and Lance to get together real bad. You know, for Aww. some reason, anime, they 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 like their shipping. They like yeah. their same-sex shipping. They're really into that.
0: Hey, man, I get it. They're both pretty boys. I yeah. did like for a second during the game show episode, which we should talk about. But uh, I like that uh, Keith voted for Lance. And it was like, yeah, it was just, a, I, just could, I could I just, stay with him for eternity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh it was a great moment. It yeah. really does. It helps you um, it, it they've done a really good job with all the characters' uh, personalities. And making care about them. Lance actually gets a, a cool moment too, where his you his sister are under attack, and then the red lion shows up. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, just Keith's, for just Keith, purely for drama. Yeah,
1: Keith is my favorite character, but the red lion is still the coolest lion.
0: Mm. Uh, I do like that the yellow one has an underbite. Uh, I just think mm-hmm. that's adorable. Yeah. Um, you know that the game show episode was amazing because you get to see like Lotor and Zarkon and
1: Hagar and, yeah. and
0: fourth other person <laughs> that they pick. Like it's just random new dude uh, that they get. Not Sandak, just
1: some other dude. Just some other. Dude. Well, we've seen him. He's shown up before. I but, think
0: but I think the point is that like yeah, he's super nobody, small potatoes. Yeah.
1: Except he's the main bad guy of the final season. <laughs>
0: and I love the like the th- freaking worm thing that was swallowing the tube yeah a and lot of
1: it was funny because it, it was a hilarious episode but you both you and I were so stressed because like the main characters we don't know what's happening yeah like, what's going
0: on and it, it, he is it's established that he is a great judge of the universe of who is right like who is just and who is not yes and that's what he, he was testing them but he had to do it and they did barely it's like oh we're gonna cook Lance now and I was like yeah better get him out of there before he cooks and uh, their feet are stuck down like it was the best my favorite joke is um who's this character <laughs> and it's <was> yes. like <laughs>
1: I don't know. Oh, and it was good too because they'd always land on a character that he would know, and then immediately switch to yeah. like somebody didn't. Then Bebo was back. Yeah, Bebo beep, and yeah, they, <laughs> and they did a good job of like because they've introduced so many supporting characters, which a few of them get nods at the in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the last season. I think it's a good way to to sum everything up.
0: Uh, D- Danny Boy did my girl. Oh, Allura. You wanted Allura and 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 Lance. That's it's, what, yeah, it, yeah. It's, Same.
1: It's interesting how like how uninvested the show is in relation like they'll they'll wink at ones like hey Lance and Laura but it's like I don't think anybody's any, ever even kissed on the show <laughs>
0: lotor and her kissed
1: okay yeah. that's the one yeah that's the then, one. Uh oh, that's no, a rut, rut. no wonder they're skittish about relationships after that mm-hmm. um but I, yeah, i'm ex- are you excited for the final season yeah i'm i'm excited and i i dug like
0: the episode where they're floating out in space it was very it was yes. very scary i don't know what, what was the, happening the
1: beam was but the episode the setup was good and that was a that was a good clarification of who hunk is on the team hunk hunk yeah, Hunk, Hunk. Uh is on the team. Hunk, Hunk. <laughs> sounds, That sounds like what they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was good. It was also good, especially as they started their emotions started deteriorating. The, the specificity with the way they snapped at each other, yeah, felt real unbelievable. And also
0: Keith being a like, I know you love Keith, but sometimes he, Keith. sometimes he's, he's a cranky. baby. He's cranky. He's being a baby, especially when they're out there like, no, I want to run away. And it's like you <laughs> to need be fair, to. He
1: is seeing things. Yeah,
0: but. <laughs> he did choose to be the leader and you do need to kind of like if Hunk the chef is like <laughs> yeah. hey you need to get it, but the point is you everyone has their vulnerabilities yes. they have their low moments but also it's like Keith you did take the job you gotta yeah but you they, gotta, he
1: asked me he didn't want and
0: it. also I like that they called him out I was like yeah you left you didn't even hang out
1: you also, didn't even want to clean up the castle after you left mm-hmm, I, that, which was good That was a good. it was a good thing to call him out on I like uh, I like the developments with Shiro's character um, I also really liked um Seeing him as the captain of the Atlas was really cool. Like, mm-hmm. it was a really cool, like, him and his element. Because it's kind of like after. We we those first however many episodes you really see the team gel. Yeah. So it's like, where does Shiro fit in? And it's like, oh here.
0: Yeah, here. And also since he's got the all white hair and he had the all white armor and the new white arm and now he's got the white atlas. Mm -hmm. And the atlas is fucking enormous when it landed. It was like Voltron's like a finger for whatever it is. (laughs) But that thing, whatever that other thing was. I also feel like
1: the ship became bigger once it became the robot. I think it did. Because you saw Voltron you saw Voltron next to it and you're like, Oh, it's like the Cast Lions but smaller. Yeah. And then you see it as the robot and you're like, What the where did, where did all
0: the pieces come from? But hey, whatever. You know, like if, if you want buy that toy, I'd buy that toy. It, it is pretty cool. No. It does look a little bit cooler than Voltron because it doesn't have all the lion parts. <laughs> like hey, I love the lions running and running around. Yeah, but it does look cooler when it's like smoother. It looks like the Apple version of Voltron. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, you know, what? it is worth bringing up one thing. That yes. uh, They got some criticism. We can talk about it a little bit. When we can discuss it. Uh, at Comic Con, there was a. It was announced, and fans lost their minds over it, which, rightfully, so was exciting. Yeah. That we are going to learn about Shiro's backstory more, and that he had a love interest, and he that he had to sacrifice to go yeah, on the, a, the original space mission. Yeah,
1: same sex love interest. Yes. which which the fans were clamoring for a character like that, and it was. And I think it's really cool that it was Shiro because it do, he doesn't fit the stereotypical mode that a show like this would would put a same sex character or, a, or a, a queer character mm-hmm. into.
0: And we meet Adam for a second, and yeah. they break up because he's leaving.
1: Yeah, uh, which and also is, he has a, he has some sort of disease that I guess cleared up or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know. <laughs> Again, this the show's very sparing with its like backstory and stuff like that.
0: Somebody did like a theory was like was it was at AIDS because them being same I, sex couple, and they're like no. And then walking to Santos was like no, no, it's not the eighties no, anymore. Yeah, like, and like, yeah. it's it, and like yeah, I know the show's based on the eighties. It's yeah. not stereotypes from the eighties. He's like no, he had like a degenerative disease. It yeah. wasn't or but
1: maybe he doesn't have it anymore because he's a clone. Maybe it came over the clone. Yeah, probably not. Maybe sure has gone through a lot. Maybe it was only in his arm, and the arm got cut off. Who knows? But because of the way it was announced and everything, fans had a, a bigger expectation of of what it would be, and also because of of um, stereotypes within genre fiction about the way shows handle their career characters, there was uh, there was a, a a backlash to the point where they were harassing actors on the show and creators and, and, stuff, and creators, yeah. which, which reminded me a little bit of what happened with Ruby Rose on and Batwoman. And it's just one of those, like you can, I, you know what, especially when it comes to these things, I think, uh, Joaquin DeSantos uh, wrote a letter that I thought was actually very on point with yeah. the way it handled it. Your, your desire for these things is good and it's important, but, but we're kind of, especially in these arenas, we're all in this together. They're trying to do something positive. Mm. So, uh, I think it's fair to say we're creators, you express those desires and, and try and do it in a productive... Because they're not your enemy. So, yeah. you know what I mean? In a productive, supportive way. Because, obviously, you care about the show for a reason. You yeah. care about this issue for a reason. And they care about it, too. You know what I mean? And so, they try and be... And also sure is still around there's ways to we have another season hopefully to explore more of he can be in love with more at, than one exactly. random boyfriend he was at school with like, yeah so I think it's I think it's understandable I think I think the disappointment is understandable I think the backlash might be a little bit much it, here, can I
0: do a, a blanket statement
1: for the most part
0: with these things <laughs> is that it, backlash is always unnecessary yeah it's, it's a, it is a show and also I tweeted out it's that, also a like, kids show it is by the way and then put it them having the the balls to put this on the show yeah. is awesome and
1: also I I would say for the most part they it got about as much screen time as most any other relationship on the show other than maybe in voltron in yeah, voltron yeah, yeah. But yeah. like so, i, I
0: watched parts of the 100 and they introduced a gay character and immediately killed her off and it was like well they, and they, they also do
1: that, that there were 100 i don't know if it's the same character but they had a challenge that actress got on fear of the walking dead so they she left for outside of storytelling reasons she got a better job yeah. and they had to do something with her it was a challenge supergirl had to face because that oh, we, actress yeah. left and so it's like well we can't just we don't want to fall into the trope, but we have a very real production difficulty of we need to write this person off the yeah, show.
0: She can't just go on a vacation, and then it, they break up later. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't, they have to deal with it. It can't
1: be like those sitcoms where like a sibling just vanishes. Into <laughs> the ether. Like, they just don't exist anymore. They went anymore. off to college. Yeah. They went off to
0: the military. I'm uh, so we can't talk to them ever. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so I, watching it, I was a bit disappointed to that because I only learned this news from the excitement from fans yeah. and not from a statement so when I saw it I was like oh you're doing the trope nah. did it bother me as much no but that's because of who I am yeah. and so that doesn't mean that doesn't take away from anyone else's disappointment, except for the people who lashed out, because that's childish. This is a Mm -hmm. child's show. You don't get to, and if you're an adult watching this, you don't get to act like a child when you watch it. All right.
1: And if you're a child watching it, don't don't yell at people on Twitter. No. Yeah. (laughs) No. It it doesn't doesn't help help anybody.
0: (laughs) It's 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 small. Yeah. And and like especially the people who lashed out at Ruby Rose. We didn't. We kind of didn't talk about. We kind of did. But um, uh, them. Uh, I thought it was comic book fans because of course that's what comic fans do. We all
1: had we all had an assumption. Of who was yelling? Yeah, so at and
0: uh, I got like comments on Twitter where people were like, uh, "Don't blame us this time." And I was like, "Us? Huh? Okay. So are you looping yourself yeah. in with everybody else yeah. who's done it? It's like it doesn't matter who did it. All right. It's an actor. They got a role." We can have a longer discussion. We can do an episode oh, of it. Yes, yeah. Clearly, Sam and DJ are the ones who should be doing this conversation. We shouldn't, but no, we no, have no, an opinion on it, and we're just sharing it. Briefly. And it's
1: just you know the don't the, harass people. Don't is the, harass is people the online. Lesson. And also, these creators really don't owe you anything other than the best quality product they can make.
0: Yes, and that's I think that's what they did. And yeah. uh, actually, that's what I believe. I believe they yeah. did their best. And I
1: think from from the statements, these these creators, and it, it, of course, it shouldn't be unsurprising. The show's so good; they really care. Mm-hmm. So they do. They heard you. They and and I think I mean th- honestly the, the scripts for the last season were probably written a year ago. Yeah, uh, considering how long animation takes. But you know, what I mean, the point is uh, uh, the, these people are on on the fan side. You know yeah. what I mean? And even though it's not perfect, it's not perfect. You know. Uh, but
0: it, with who Shiro's character is, him choosing to pick his job over his duty. To uh, the garrison over a relationship makes sense. Yes. based on everything they've established, them choosing to have queer representation is amazing. Can they do more? Of course they can. Yes. they can show more characters. Of course. Uh, is it a bummer that he died? Yes, and I, I think they could have done it differently. The, the boyfriend, yeah. the boy Adam. Yes. yes, I think they could have done something differently to make this mean something. Uh, make it mean something different. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of him losing someone is in line with every other character losing a whole lot. It's not really fair because Pidge got both of his her family. Members back, uh, and, and he doesn't even get a boyfriend back. Yeah, um, but you know, I think they did the best they could with the story they were trying to tell, and it puts Shiro in an interesting position going to the final season. And
1: also, just to, to emphasize the positive in it, it's re- I think it's really really cool that that Shiro is is the queer character because I think that is not the character most other. It'd be like if Marvel decided that Captain America was gay. Yeah, and it just it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because Shiro is the like not for all intents and purposes the leader for a long time kind of like it's an ensemble show but kind of like the main character. Yeah. So I think it's cool that that it, and also I think it's good. I think it's a it's a cool character to do that with, and I hope we you know maybe we'll get more exploration of that in the final season. Honestly, I kind of hope we get more exploration exploration of every character's relationship. If it's the last season,
0: yeah, show us our families. Like Hunk apparently has an extended family. Family, so does yeah. Lance. Like yeah. If, if
1: Lance and Laura are supposed to get together, let's sew that up. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Keith get with with uh, his uh, Galra lady friend. I want Karan uh, to get with somebody. Yeah, exactly. Have give Shiro a new. Listen, we introduced like sixteen new Earth characters. You know, maybe he. can get with one of them weirdest name tripped me out every time they said it was leaf's daughter mm-hmm. it was a last name because i had I had subtitles on so i saw it but every time they said it, it was like leaf's Star- who's Leaf? what's <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but guys let us know what you thought of the final season with uh the controversy and stuff you can hit us up on discord and that's yes. a, that's a one dollar on hey, so check so
1: that easy. out uh
0: back to school sale only see what answers.com you guys know the drill dj where can they find you that
1: dj talks trash every place that matters same where can they find you
0: at sam basher ever that matters turn in tune in uh 4 p.m thursday at Play Twitch.tv slash PlayNoggin for the Only Stupid Answers show. Roxy's going to be there. It's going to be a big episode coming up. So we hope you enjoy. And also, you can watch the whole stream, by the way, on our Patreon with yes. the video tier. So don't miss out. Check that out. And uh, check out Hard to Say Goodbye, patreon.com slash goodbye, our Game do. of Thrones review show. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.